Welcome to the Crossing Conversation. My name is Jay. This is Brian. I'm eating candy. It's a sushi roll. Why are you eating candy? Promoting our conquer tree. Mm. That is happening. It was a bad idea. <laughs> um, pitchy rolls, man. What's up with juicy rolls? Like, a little much. Um, promoting trunk or treat. Oh, we are live. Um, this coming Sunday night and Monday night, which is October 30th, which is Sunday night, October 31st, which is Monday night. We were having trunk or treat. A lot of candy. Mm. Brian, we're going to have music. Mm -hmm. We're going to have food. Mm -hmm. We're going to have tractor rides. Uh -huh. We're going to have bounce castle. Are we going to have more tissue rolls so you can talk like that? Finally. I'm done with it. <laughs> Who are going to tissue rolls? You know what? If I ever get captured, like, I get kidnapped, this is what I'm going to do. Tell us everything. Oh, I'm going to eat a tootsie roll. I can't say nothing. <laughs> Why? Please nobody kidnap me at all time. Um, so, but yeah, no, trunk or treat. We're going to have candy and all this stuff. And um, we're also, you know, people are going to decorate their trunks. You're going to be able to walk through. People are going to hand you their candy um, out of their trunks. The trunks are going to be themed. And we'll also have a bounce castle, as we said, food, tractor ride. It'll be a lot of fun. At our Indrio campus, is that okay? It's not turning green. Is that all right? It doesn't do that anymore. It doesn't do that anymore. Gotcha. Um, but I'll tell you what, it's uh, it's going to be a lot of fun. And uh, we're actually, we boosted it on Facebook. There's going to be, we have some events. If you want to go to our Facebook, you can also say you're coming, you're attending, or just show up. We'll be ready for you. Let's see, we may have a food truck there uh, instead of having our volunteers provide the food. So we'll actually. What kind of food is it going to be? Hot dogs and um, I think chips and drinks. So we're going to keep it kind of simple. But For the food truck? Yeah. Like it, the food truck is going to have hot dogs. Yeah. A food truck. Yeah. There's actually there's actually a food truck called um One Crafty One Crafty One Crafty Weenie. They're really good. They're in Vero Beach. Have you ever heard of them? No. Really good. One Crafty Weenie? Yeah, you can look them up online. Mm -hmm. Um we also want to thank you Doritos. Doritos? No. <laughs> no. <laughs> no. But yes, trunk or treat, it's going to be fun. So we don't have Craig here tonight because he is going out of town. He's going to be doing a wedding in Georgia. Is it Georgia? Tennessee. Holla back at me, Tennessee. Uh, Alabama? Alabama. Who knows? Somewhere on the Bible Belt. Somewhere <laughs> over there. Um, so uh, we're going to be, he's gonna, he couldn't be here tonight. So we're going to have safe travels. He's leaving wednesday which if you're listening to this it's actually today on the podcast that comes out but right here for you um he's leaving uh tomorrow to go and he's gonna be taking that flight and be coming back sunday just in time just in time for truck or treat on the 30th so we'll have all that ready it's gonna be a lot of fun um but on to tonight we actually have an icebreaker game for you guys i see some some people here hello um we have some of our own people watching. Thank you so much. Um, <laughs> Brian and I talked about, uh, last time we were together, we talked about worship. We'll be talking about something a little bit different tonight, but something that we can both keep up with. I have not been informed on what the topic is, but... Well, here's the thing. I'm also not informed about the game as much. Yeah, so this is, this is 
kind of a good thing. This is kind of one of these probably kind of gave me a little bit of what it's about, but so we're gonna start with our icebreaker game. So the icebreaker game is called what is it called? I'll introduce it since it's my game. Okay, you go ahead. So it's called Brian's Hot Take. Brian's Hot. So it's very simple. I'll give you a quick example. Basically, if I said that um, I prefer to live in the mountains instead of on the beach. Okay. Right? Okay. You either agree okay. or you disagree. Okay. Either one. And then you just have to explain why you agree or why you disagree. Those who are those who are watching, this is – so if I'm going to disagree. Either say Team Brian, type Team Brian in chat or Team J. That means that you agree with Brian on the matter or Team J, you agree with me on the matter. Now, if we both just kind of agree on the same thing – you can agree with something else. It's okay. Just make sure you type in chat so we can see it. Um, uh, so here we go. We're going to start. So Brian's hot takes. We're going to go to you, and we're going to – what's the first hot take? All right. So the first one is that dogs make better companions mm. than cats. Wow. Okay. Um, the word companion uh, – Okay. The, okay. I, I uh, dogs make better companions than cats. You say that because that little small dog that your mom has, right? What's yeah. the name of that dog? Bella. That's my little girl. It's my little girl. <laughs> Put the camera on you while you say that. <laughs> That's my little girl. She is. <sighs> better companions. Um, it depends on what kind of. I guess. I don't see basically the, the, the take is that dogs are better than cats. Oh, I don't know, man. I love dogs. Don't get me wrong. I'm a dog guy. I like dogs. They're always there for you, you know? Like it's like a this this one comedian said, it's like a roommate that won't stop bugging you. Like, hey man, you wanna go out? Wanna go out? What do you wanna what do you eat? What are we eating? What are we eating? We're gonna eat some good? We're gonna eat something? Yeah, we're gonna eat. Are you doing good? Are you doing good? Like I feel like you're not doing good. Are you doing good? Cats are more like, what's up? I guess it, it took, for me, a dog's energy is going to go based off of the person. So okay. if the person is like that, then they'll be like that. Because my dog's not like that. My dog is like mad chill. She'll come lay on the bed with me. Okay. She'll, she'll cuddle everything. She doesn't do, she doesn't do that. The only time she does that is when I get home. Okay. So or when I leave. I would say companionship. It's not a matter. I can't say cats or dogs are better than either. I, I'd say dogs uh, just because they can protect. They, they're more willing to put their life on the line to protect you in a certain situation. So a companion would normally do that as of cats would just be like, well, you've been for you. They'd watch you get stabbed. Go, you're getting stabbed. Put their little paws and put it on there. I like that one meme where like these, these guys start beating up this guy with, and then this cat's like just standing. Then the cat starts kicking them with them. <laughs> Um, people would say dogs just because they're more loyal. But you, you, not me, you. Uh, I can't. I. I can't necessarily agree with that. This is the man that owns. Well, don't don't say it online. Don't say it on air now. We own we own quite a few cats just because my cat my quite a few my cat is a wife res rescuer. My wife is a cat rescuer. <laughs> you know my cat rescues wives. Got a lot of them in the house. <laughs> oh no, it's terrible. Okay, those of you online, what do you think? Dogs or cats? I'd have to say just because of my life where I'm at, cats. Um, they're just so dope. They're just amazing. They're like 
hey, you want to chill? I'll chill. Then they just go do their own thing. I'm no, okay with that. No, I have an instant fear of cats. He does. And anybody that's close to me knows that. Yes. Like, I won't even walk into a house until I know a cat is, like, at least 100 feet away from me. And here's the thing. Like, he came over to our house one time. Literally, the kitten was about the size of my fist, if not a little bit bigger, if I open it up. And that thing just moved across the floor when I was like, ah. Yeah, I jumped for sure. You jumped. It was a real jump. All right, what's the next hot take? All right, next one is uh, white chocolate is better than milk chocolate. I'm gonna have to agree with you. Can I can I tell you the reason why? Why? Because I feel like okay, so my favorite white chocolate, by the way, is crunch. Uh, no, uh, not crunch. Yeah. Crunch white chocolate bar Mm-mm. is Mm-mm. the number one. Mm-mm. Oh, Mm-mm. what is the Hershey's cookies the, and cream, dog? Hershey's what? cookies and cream. Oh, no, no, no. You know what? That's kind of, yeah. But I like the crunch feel into it. I guess, no, maybe I'm thinking Hershey's. That, I am thinking that's Hershey's. Definitely what you're, you're thinking, right. Bro. You're right. Cookies and cream, Hershey's. The only reason why is because milk chocolate, especially by itself, it just gets mundane after a little bit. What, what's in, what is in white chocolate? I don't know. Like, what's, what's in it? What's different? Can anybody tell Somebody us? Google and tell us. Can somebody... Companion, definitely dogs, cats are okay, too, but they really don't care unless they want to be cared about them. That's what Sherry Lynn says. Yes. Um, what about white chocolate? I mean, I feel like I will find myself go to the white chocolate. Then what about the white chocolate pretzels? So, so look, those are literally the best snack, especially at, at night. But, but not, the, not the milk chocolate one. They're okay. But the white chocolate, what is it about the white chocolate? What's in white chocolate, everybody? We need to is know. Is it powdered sugar? Is it something? Or is it just vanilla? Like, is it just like the vanilla, like, you but, know, like vanilla flavor? But you're not tasting vanilla. I think you're thinking vanilla because of white. I think it has another consist. It's another sugar that makes it white. Or am I wrong? And tell us. What please. if it's just a dye? What if it's just frozen milk? That is the biggest troll of all time. They just dyed it, and we're like, it tastes different. Well, that cookies and cream, though, Hershey, it's that cookie, that little... Oh, gosh. I think I'm going to grab one of those. (laughs) We're going to 7-Eleven after this. Uh, We'll be right back. We're going to leave y'all here. (laughs) Empty chairs. (laughs) But the cameras keep switching for some odd reason. All right. Okay, next, Brian, hot take. All right, next one. Raisins mm. are delicious. Mm. Raisins are delicious. I will say this: raisins are better than prunes. No, no, no. Raisins. I, I'm just. I'm getting to my point. I just. I have to say that because it's just me. Raisins, as a kid, didn't want them. As a kid, I was like, "What are these? That's gross." Raisins. I can eat raisins, and they're fine. Do you like raisins? I love raisins. What about chocolate raisins, like raisinets? You ever had those, the chocolate raisinets? Yeah, I don't, I don't care for those, honestly. Really? What about white chocolate raisinets? I've never had those. I you don't might like those. How, do they have those, though? Yes. Are you sure? This is America. Where have you seen them? This is America. That don't mean nothing. Don't catch me slipping, though. Stop. Um. <laughs> <laughs> it's a rap song, everybody. Oh, uh, goodness. Good Lord. Okay, so so are raisins delicious? Yes or no? I'll say yes. I can eat raisins and be like, "This is the only thing is they always, you know, 
You How many raisins can you eat? That little box. Just that little box that it comes in? But here's the thing. After I eat the little box, I'm like, I want more. But then again, I don't. Because once I open up a little bo- another little box, I'm like, I'm done. But when you get those big bags, like those, those raisins. Okay, nobody's out here eating those big bags of raisins like that. <laughs> That's right. No way. You're right. But they do come. They, they are there for your taking. But yes, I do like raisins. I do like them. But I don't eat them a lot. But I do like them. All right, so this next one's going to be very... You're, you're going to take the other side for sure. Okay, well, let's see. I've come a long way. I feel like I've grown. Basketball is better than football. No. Yes. Why? Okay, listen. By the way, feel bad for the Lakers. They didn't get in. They bumped them. Yeah, so... <laughs> um, also, Astros beat the New York Yankees. Sorry, Craig. Okay. Astros and Phillies... Astros and Phillies go to the World Series. Congratulations. Okay, so here's my thing is that I not basketball is great. Okay. But I feel like somebody shooting it and somebody getting in your face, that's tough. I understand that. But throwing a football down a field, okay. I mean, these are my points. These are my two points. And then I'll let you, okay. Is that Throwing a football down the field and catching away these guys do over about 50 yards, 60 yards, throwing it that far, catching it is remarkable. Also, the guys, the O-line, the D, the, the defensive linemen, we don't talk about how many times, like, can you imagine seeing that guy the whole game in front of you and pushing him? That's a lot of work. Also, best sports slow motions is football. I mean, these guys are flying through the air catching it or just the re you gotta admit the replays are better with football come on i guess unless somebody gets juked really hard at basketball that's a good or like when it just swishes just right like when Stephen curry like when they roll it off the fingers and but i'd say football with what needs to happen to get the guys the ball to the other guy and the slow motion the replays that's the reason why you gonna give me yours i don't I think football is the only sport that you don't have to be in shape for. Hmm. Right or wrong? Well, there's sumo wrestling. Well, sure. But there's wrestling wrestling <clears throat> in the Olympics. Are you talking about popular sports? Yeah, I'm talking about like... I, I'd, I'd say, yeah, you know, you can't have like a guy who's a defensive lineman who eats the... You can't have him on the court at basketball because he'd run out of breath. I do, I do understand that the the physicality of, of what you have to be with basketball is way more intense. But I think with basketball, you have to have more skill. As far like the only skilled players that I really see on the football field are the wide receivers and the quarterbacks and the running backs and running backs. But that I will is. say there is more skill on making that ball fit in that little that little basket. Not only that, the passing, the plays that. I think so. A football team will go, okay, here's our play. And sometimes they audible and sometimes it's unique. And they go, you know what? I can't pass to him. So I'm going to pass to him. Basketball's, I believe, 100% organic the whole time. Like nobody says, hey, I'm going to lay it up to you. They don't have time to even huddle. They go, all right, I'm going to pass the ball. All we know is you got to get it down court. But then they get in position. That's like on the fly thinking. I do agree with you there. That is true. But as for me, I, I, the better sport, is that what it was? Yeah. Football. I, 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 just, I, I love it too much. 
I think everybody in the chat will say football. But but here's the thing. But basketball, the only reason, again, is I believe the way they play out there, the fighting for a line is somewhat satisfying in the brain of getting past it. That I think that has something to do with it too. See, see, here's the reason. The other reason is like I think it's easier to get to make it pro in the NFL than it is in the NBA. Well, there's a lot more spaces. Yeah, you have. You I mean because you what you don't have like do you like for basketball? Let's say point guard. Point guard breaks his ankle. Who comes in? Yeah, either the point guard or the shooting guard. Right. There's a. There's a. What is the second string? Is that, that's what they call? Yeah, but. On a on a profe- on a professional NBA team, you can only have on any on any basketball team, no matter what league, you can only have fifteen people on the team okay. itself. Only fifteen. Okay. And then you can maybe have like some reserves that play like in the G League. Okay. But as far as like, yeah. Okay. So, how many people are on a football team? Yeah. You ever see those guys in the sideline of the football team? Like, there's tons. It's like. It's like a whole entire like family tree. But I will say this. You may be able to make it into an NFL team, but you're not going to get paid what those other guys are. The only thing is you are traveling with the team, but the more likely for you to play, actually, statistically, they're on a, you're right. If they can make the pro team, and you're actually correct, that is easier to make it. But in order to play in the team is tough. Each person has like freaking like five people behind them. Yeah. Well, the depth the depth chart only shows you three, but yeah, there's more than that. Okay. Okay. Next hot take. This is great. Hopefully, you guys are enjoying them. We're, I'm actually enjoying this. this is... All right. Here's the next hot take. Okay. Oh God. It's better to take a shower in the morning than at night. Um. What What are you saying? Better? Like it's 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 Okay, it's just better altogether. Yeah. It's better to take it in the morning than at night. Yeah. Um, Let me tell you my reasoning. First. Okay, yeah, because I've been telling you mine. So. so my reasoning first okay. is that for me, I used to be a morning person. Now I'm not. Okay. Um, And I think it helps me wake up. Okay. Yeah. It helps me wake up. It, it just... Burning hot. It's burning hot. It just... Okay. Alerts all my senses okay. in the morning. Have you ever had a cup of coffee while you're while you're in the shower? No. Have you ever eaten food on the toilet? No. I have. Um, <laughs> now the whole world knows. <laughs> it was only cereal, guys. Don't. That's don't even worse. It. It's soggy and wet. Gosh, tell me a granola bar or something. Good lord. It was just cereal. <laughs> Ew! Again, it's just gonna be the title for yeah, you should click <laughs> put it on the toilet. Okay, so I would say the the shower. I prefer it at night, and here's mine. Here's my reasoning: is in the morning it does wake me up, but I more so like to drink some caffeine, and that wakes me up. It's go ahead. Okay, so I, I when showers in the morning, I feel a little bit annoying because I'm like, ah, now I got to drive myself off. I just want to be on my way to work already. Me, like, I feel like I want to take time to like, okay, dry myself in the morning. I'm just like, ah, well, I got to dry myself off, and then I'm gonna pick, well, I'm gonna pick what I want to wear, and yada yada. Uh, but I feel like nighttime, 
also like getting into bed when it's like cool in the room. You just took a hot shower and there's clean sheets and or whatever kind of shit. You just get into bed. I feel like it also depends on the job that okay. you have as well. Okay. Like if you're out sweating all day, then yeah, take a shower, dude, when you get home. Sure. But if you're sitting at a desk all day in the AC. Okay. Then okay, so that okay, kind of. But also, to me, it's like as soon as I get home, especially if it's like after, especially if it's like after nine, like I'm going to bed. Like there's no, okay, there's no if Andrew but about it. Um. So okay, so I would say it depends on your job, but for me, it would be night, nighttime showers. Okay. Okay. So next hot take. Okay. All right. Let me just ask you this question. Okay. Have you ever had any other kind of crust? Is is a camera on you? <laughs> Have you ever had any other kind of crust than like the regular crust that comes on pizza? Yeah, of course. What other crust have you had other than like uh, cheesy crust? No, no. Yeah, there's there's been, I mean, uh, peppered crust. There's been um, garlic crust. Mm-hmm. There's been um, garlic bread crust. Okay. Yeah, cheesy bread okay. crust. Um, over at Hungry Howie's, you can like. There is no more of that. There is no more of that, is it? But they used to have like where you could. Yeah. Yeah, barbecue crust. That's good. Okay. So here's the thing. Cauliflower crust is way better than regular mm. crust. Are you talking about gluten free? You, you pretty much. That's what it is. Gluten free is is cauliflower. Yeah. Are you talking about for crispy pizza? Are you talking about for pizza? Because I'm cauliflower, about, yeah, cauliflower like, has to be thin. It's not because it won't rise as well. It does rise though. If you go to, but it, it depends. It depends on how you cook it. I think, but it won't because it's actually not real bread. True. So it it will rise, but only to a certain amount. I like my bread thick. So no, I, I'd have to go. I'm a. I'm a. Mm. I'm a gluten guy. I, gotta, I don't think I eat pizza nowadays without it. Really? You, so you get the you get the cauliflower. Yeah, like bread. I go to like when I go, I think it's at like Maj Pizza, and uh, what's the other one? I think it's Blaze mm-hmm. something. I will tell you that I still choose not cauliflower, but I know why you like cauliflower because the consistency of it is really good. Especially if it's crispy. Yeah. Like a thin, you get cauliflower, like cauliflower, yeah. Crust and you get buffalo, oh, peas, yeah. and chicken. Yeah. And also, it's actually better for you. So, I mean, but I have to choose regular crust. All right. This is the last one. Okay. Bananas oh, are the worst fruit ever. I don't know. I'm not a big banana eater. I'm not. But I'll choose other fruits that say they're worse, more that I like. No, bananas are the worst fruit. Bananas are horrible. Uh, Disgusting. So you don't like banana bread? No. You don't like the taste of it. You don't even like no. the okay. Me too, by the way. Banana bread's okay, but like I'm not I'm not crazy about bananas. But here's here's an annoying one is there's other there's other ones that are I don't like, which is raspberries. You have raspberries raw, like a raspberry raw. 
A raw raspberry? Yes. They have raw raspberries? Yeah, it's just like right out, you just get the raspberries. Just like strawberries, but... What makes it raw? It's just straight up picked, put in there, and they're in a little container. You just eat them. Like blueberries. They're the size of blueberries, but a little bigger. Bo, have you ever had yogurt-covered blueberries? Yes. Don't they do those at the movie theaters? No. No. No, that's something else. But yeah, you I've can buy like big bags. Like you can't buy them in a store, but you can buy them in like really big good. bags online. I will say that I'm not a big fan of banana, but no, there's other worse fruits. Okay. I will say because, like, have you had a fruit that uh, I don't know, like star? Well, people like star fruit, I guess. I'm just saying, bananas are the worst fruit ever. Okay. I I disagree because I don't like bananas, but I feel like there's a worse one. I don't like the texture. I don't like the taste. The taste is bland. It's not juicy. It's almost like it's like a weird. Yeah, it gets stuck. Like it gets stuck in your. You got, it's got those little laces on there. Like when it, if you peel it wrong, by the way. Oh my gosh! Peel, peel a banana wrong, and somebody will like crucify you. That's me. That's me. I'll, I will. <laughs> I'm like you're peeling it wrong. I'll be like you know like. I've seen yeah. somebody just like peel the banana off and just eat it straight out the middle. Like okay, like, yeah, it's yeah, weird. People are weird. I've seen one person like online bite the whole banana in the skin and eat the skin. It's crazy. Yeah. Disgusting. Anyways, okay, that was Brian's hot takes, everybody. I think that's that's really great. No applause. No applause. Um, let me, I'll give him a hot take real fast. All right. What's your two favorite streaming services? My two favorite streaming services? Yes. This is actually one I was going to do, but I didn't put it on here. Okay. My two favorite streaming services? Your two like, favorite. Right now. Right now. All right. Streaming services, yeah, for TV and our movies. Hmm. So, I think right now it'll have to be because my favorite shows okay. are on these platforms. Mm-hmm. HBO Max, okay, because of the Big Bang Theory, of course. And then, oh, and Cartoon Network is on there too. Oh, that's right. They are. Um, and everything DC. Um. And then... Which Superman's back in Black Adam, by the way. Yeah, I know. HBO Max and... Peacock. Because of The Office. And I can watch the the deleted scenes. Somebody said to you, you have to choose between those two. You cannot watch... You have to delete the other one, never watch it again. Which one would you choose? HBO Max. Really? I was going to say you're a Peacock guy. Yeah, I would delete HBO Max. You delete HBO Max yeah. and go Peacock. Yeah. Yeah. Because the office is on there. Parks and Rec is on there. Um, there's live TV on there. What? Oh, yeah, that's oh, true. Bro. That's true. Well, anyways, everybody, this is a Christian podcast. We promise. We, 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 we promise. We promise. Um, no, but we, uh, you know, it's been a crazy time. We know that um, Halloween is upon us and different things. And we said our trunk or treat and different things. Um we talked about music last time, which was really good uh, for for us because we're both musicians. And we both um, really like different types of music and different things. But um, just to end, because we we had uh, we did this, um, what's it called? The uh, Your Extraordinary Mind. We're basically done with that now for this series, and we're getting ready for our next series. Um, so tonight, we're actually just going to talk about something very easily, and it's just church as a whole. So basically. When we have church, because Brian has grown up in church, and so have I, and there is this um, we we are kind of, we are the kind of guys 
that you might find behind the scenes if you don't see me in front of the scenes or him. Mm-hmm. We could easily fit behind the scenes saying, okay, we know this is supposed to happen, this is supposed to happen, and this is supposed to happen. Now, we know everything is not presentation. It's not because, oh, the Lord wants us to have a big projector. It's not even just that. It's that there is something that is satisfying that in ministry, the reason why a lot of people have these uh, light teams, the light teams, the tech teams, is just, this actually gives people who have that passion to do something in ministry for the Lord. Actually, it's actually quite fulfilling for them. And that's something that you do a lot of times. Um, there's a motorcycle outside. Like, sorry, right, guys. <laughs> I'm in a I'm in a motorcycle gang, so it's fine. Um, but so like you work with our lights and our different cues and stuff. Why is here's the thing? Obviously, lighting you want to make sure we see our pastor while he's talking. But why are you know, we're going to talk about different ministries within just church on a Sunday, like in the in the in the live service? Why is the lighting and the presentation so important? I don't I don't really think it's important. Okay. Um, because if you look at, um, it's almost like nowadays we're traveling like back in time when it comes to like how we're doing everything. Because if you look at this, uh, this worship, uh, band named uh, Maverick City, right. they literally just nowadays, it's not, there's no lights. They right. literally just hover around. Right. It's the boys outside of the bus. It's a whole ATV. You guys hear that online? Yeah. You guys and it's a truck. Mm-hmm. Anyways, Maverick City. Anyway, so Maverick City, um, they literally, they just put all the instruments and the singers in the middle, and then they just have people just stand around them, and that's how they do worship. Right. So, but if, I don't really think it's, I don't really think it's that important. I think it's just, um, what if it's important to somebody? I think it just draws, it, 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 it's, it's another way to draw people to, to the service. Because when people see, I think when people see that they have, like, you have the big flashing, like, you have a nice projector, you have good sound, it draws people, people like good quality things, Right. you know? So I think that's just another way, especially younger people. Right. Like, younger people are attracted to the way things look. Right. So they're going to go to where the best looking, that, that, yeah, that's how, that's how I see it. That's true. And when I say the importance is because you'll have people in ministry that go, well, I'm not good at playing an instrument, but I'm good at, like hearing sound or like for sound mixing, or I'm good at like, I like presentation with, there are people who love making presentations. I mean, there, there is just that. And they're like, I'm good at like organizing presentations and doing kind of things. And, but all that to say is that, you know, when you went back to Jesus, so when we talked about Jesus feeding the Mm 5,000, I mentioned something in, in church about how he didn't have a microphone. You know, he had to stand in the highest place where he was at. But even then, people couldn't hear him, so people had to reiterate behind them what he was saying. You know, what did he say there? He was speaking increments, pretty much, and that's what was pretty much told, you know, throughout history. But, and the thing is, is they kind of one after the other. So when the church was, because the church was the first kind of organization. Oh, wait, hang on. See if the clip is that. I don't know if this is news. Hello? Hey. No, we're still on it. It's okay. We're live. What is it? Oh, it's not the news yet. Okay. Okay. Whew. Okay. Get, love you. No, you're good. That now, that can keep that online because um, we're expecting news. Um, 
So uh, Courtney and I are pregnant. Yes. Uh, are you allowed to say that? I think so. Are you sure? Yeah. You sure you didn't just get in trouble? We're telling people. Yeah. You're telling people, but we're supposed to tell the world. It's okay. Yeah, because uh, we're going to make an official announcement this next week on Facebook. But close of our friends know this is any, you know, anyways. Yes. So we're finding out if it's a boy or a girl through a blood test uh, tonight. You're not going to be one of those weird people who do gender reveals? Uh, she wants to, but she just wants to do it this way. So anyways, um, so we're very excited. That's very amazing. So in that time of, of Jesus, so I feel like when the church started, this is the first kind of corp- not corporation, but kind of like a... Um, it drew, drew people together for big. The only time that people were brought together was because there was an announcement from the king or the kingdom or whatever the you know the person was who was in charge. People would gather to hear the announcement and then they would leave. Mm-hmm. Okay, and church was the next organization. Well, Peter and making the, the church and um, it would come and people would gather together to hear about the disciples who were with Jesus. Mm-hmm. And of course, this is after the Holy Spirit came and tongues of fire. Yeah. So the church was being built. So a lot of people were like, well, we can't hear you. There's a lot of people and not many people are going to be echoing. So they're like, well, how are we going to? So they spoke in these cones, maybe. They spoke in cones saying, eh, are we loud enough now? Throughout the ages, people were like, well, let's make it to where people can hear the word and, and basically define the word for themselves, but in a way that's comfortable. Because obviously nowadays we're not going on top of a mountain speaking and saying, oh, well, this is how we're going to preach, which is great. But it's in a church, which is the microphones coming. Mm-hmm. Stage, you know, you want to make sure, okay, uh, it's it's a nice room with a good temperature or, okay, now the lights come in. Oh, you got to have, oh, the lights are pretty good. But you're right. To a point, it doesn't matter just as long as people can hear and or see the word yeah. being brought. Mm-hmm. And that was kind of the point of, Church, and I think it's um, it's great. Um, it's great to be uh, to have these things, but your point being that's basically we're going to come down to not that it's not important, but that you know what, if we didn't have anything, we'd still worship God, we'd still be there. But I feel like certain things were done because of somebody hearing the word and or seeing the word better. Does that make sense? Yeah. Yeah. And I think so for somebody like, you know, let's say somebody came to you and said, you know, I really want to help out in this area, you know, because I feel like I'm really good at it. How do you encourage somebody? Because it is important. And we have actually one of our people right now saying, you know, hello, and um, she does it. Um, But the importance of why we have the lighting and why we have certain things. Of course, we want people to look and be like, woohoo. But we also want it to be, well, how would you say to that person, hey, this is where you fit in, but here's how we glorify God with it? Ooh. Um, that's, that's a crazy question, but I'm just asking, picking your brain. So, how do you glorify God while doing that? Um, So there's this um there's this video director. He's um he was the video director for uh, Bethel, and um he has this motto that he calls um it's worship first, right? Direct second. So <clears throat> I think going off of that, I think 
you just have to remember that um no matter what you're doing like even if you're you're take even if you're like a maintenance man or if you're a um or if you're even just um an usher you know a lighting tech musician worship leader pastor whatever Mm -hmm. you're you're also glorifying the same way right because you're just giving back so I see it as a chance of just I, I see it as just my way of um of giving right. to the Lord. Right. I see it you can still you're still glorifying God because you're still giving him your time. Right. You know? So cause that that's really all God wants is, is your time. Right. Like then so if you're if you're giving your time like during the week, like you're coming in, you're coming to rehearsals to um to, you know, put in the songs or whatever or do a soundtrack with the band or even just coming and straightening the chairs that you serving the Lord. Right. So you're, you're giving your time and you're serving the Lord. Right. And that's how, and that, that's how you glorify God through that right. in volunteering there. Like, it's not about like, you can mess up a lighting cue. You can mess up. You can forget to click the right video. You for, forget to unmute something. You can forget to plug in something. You can miss the wrong note, mm-hmm. sing the wrong lyric. But at the end of the day, God's not looking at that because He knows you're not perfect. Right. Right. So I think it all just comes back. It all comes back to just you just giving your time to the Lord, right. really, and just serving Him. Right. Because that's all that, that, that that's all it is. That's all that's all it is in church is you're serving you're serving the Lord when you're a volunteer at your church or even if you work at a church like if you're you know on payroll or whatever you're you're still serving the Lord because you're doing the Lord's work. Right. So you're still touching somebody's life. So if you're if you're running the lights, people are look like some people are, are touched by that. It that, yeah. that 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 might how they got them to church is they saw the lights and they're like, oh, that's cool. Here I come. Right. Or they heard a good sound mix. They're like, oh, I want to know what it sounds like in person. So they come in person, right? So it's just another way. It's it's almost like another outreach yeah. to bring people more avenues. Yeah. So and that and that, and that's why I think also like social media plays a big role right. in the in the church community now because it's it's another it's such a big way to impact people all the way in India right. you know or wherever all across the world right. so but no it's just it's just all about it's just really you're just you just have to remember that you're not gonna do everything perfect right. especially not you 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 still even if you perfect. Or, you know, get really good at what you're doing. You're not going to be perfect. Right. And I think that's a good point. So this is, it brings different avenues to, for people who want to help that say, I don't, I don't fit here, here, here. Church says, Hey, guess what? We have so many places for you to fit Mm -hmm. to the point where it's kind of like, kind of impossible to say, nah, I'm good. I guess I don't fit anywhere. Literally, there is always a place for you to fit. And I think that's what what happened throughout time. You know, it's like people, they served meals at these, the disciples were speaking or wherever they were speaking at. They're like, well, you know what? Uh, we need food. And then, and then some some guys or some ladies like, hey, we can help serve it. Serving. And so, you know, it's serving the Lord. And um, which is really important, which is, um, and uh, Sherilyn said, it's a part of ministry and praise to help the entire kingdom. Mm-hmm. That does. It takes a whole it takes a whole people to, to do that. And I think that's what kind of the beauty of it is. I know it can get frustrating, you know, especially the more tech you have, the more different things, the more, you know, which is great. We don't want to be flashing. That's not, that's not the reason why it's just because we want good presentation, good stuff, but it is true. But the thing is, is it requires people to serve. 
And I think that's just really what it's all about also. So, and I know we only have like 15 minutes left, but last but not least with, with the church, there has to be some sort of, because everything is with senses, mm-hmm. like uh, our, our vision, touch, you know, everything. I believe that the aspect of God is to us to be touched in every single area of our senses, you know, um, meaning that music, you know, that if music hits a certain way, the power of music will bring you to that point, yeah. which is why worship is so awesome and, and praise and whatever, you know, people call it. And, but then you have, you dim the lights and different, the senses have things to do, not to manipulate people. Not we're going to turn the lights down. Everybody's going to worship. No, but just meaning that the senses have everything to do with intimacy with the Lord. So mm-hmm. like, can I have intimacy with the Lord while a disco ball is going, while a 70s song is playing, you know, Friday night, you know, you know, some sort of disco song? Sure. But the atmosphere is what you make it. And I think it's not how to do and everything with lights and sound and all that, but that our senses have a lot to do with it. Do you agree with that? Yeah. And I could see, I could see that because... Mainly, hold on, I gotta gather my thoughts. That's all right, gather it up. You gonna sneeze? No, okay. Um, by the way, if you ever have to sneeze, just start thinking about rabbits, you won't sneeze. What, yeah, is that real? Yeah, one of my friends told me that she and she randomly did it too. Like, I was just about to sneeze, and she was like, and she was like, think about rabbits. And I started, I literally, in that moment, I was like, why am I, why, why am I thinking about rabbits? And then I started to think about rabbits, and then I didn't sneeze. Could you do that with anything, though? Could you, like, don't think about automobiles? I'm pretty sure, like, you just tell them to think about whatever. Think about it's taking your mind off of it. I mean, if I think about a rabbit, I'm going to think about hair. I'm going to think about hair touching my nose. And then I'm going to sneeze. No, you won't. Okay, well, I'll try that next time. <laughs> Oh my gosh! I'm just thinking about hair and sneeze out my That's nose. That's where my mind goes. I'm like, <laughs> I might get a bigger sneeze if I think about rabbits. Um, what about what's hairless? A sphinx cat? I'll think about a sphinx cat because that's there's no hair on that thing. Um, what was your question? <laughs> it was the senses. Do you believe that the senses have things to do with, you know, not worshiping God, but to, you know, change not not to even change a person's perception, but that it helps. Let me ask you this question then. All right. So say that you are a brand new Christian, right? Well, maybe let's say like you're like you're like a year in to worshiping. Like okay. a, a year into like coming to church, right? Uh-huh. And you are you're you you are finally getting the courage to worship right in front of people. Mm-hmm. You know, because you know, a lot of people don't, you know, they don't come to church and they immediately get into worship or sure. whatever. Sure. Right. So imagine if the lights are fully on you. Are you lifting your hands? No. Okay. If the lights are off, are you lifting your hands? More likely. More than likely, right? So I think it all depends because, like you said, with senses, if the lights are off, I'm more than likely to worship however I want, mm-hmm. right? Dance, jump up and down, raise sleep. my hands, sleep. The lights go off, I'm sleeping. Oh, yeah, for sure. Especially during the sermon. When Pastor Craig preaches, catch me on the front row. Oh, my. I'll sleep. <laughs> Knocked out. You hear that? I hope he's watching right now. That's amazing. No, I'm kidding. He's just kidding. Nah, but you're right. It is with it, it is maybe it's and it, it, you know 
And not that we, not that it has anything to do with somebody meeting God more or anything, but I think it's it, it's it's basically the uh, complementing the sense or the atmosphere of what it's about to it's happen. Creating that like it, it, it's creating that intimate moment between right. you and God. And I think it's the same way of like um, you know. You know, if I wanted to go on a nice date with Courtney somewhere, that's it's always you know the the music is very nice. You know, it's not hardcore music playing in the background. You know, <laughs> like it's like, oh honey, let's just, let's go to Olive Garden. Oh my gosh! So I went to this ramen place, and I'm telling you, it was me and like a couple of my friends, and there's their music was like here, mm-hmm. like loud. Uh-huh. I'm talking about like, and it was like. It was like Japanese EDM music, so it's just nice. like it's just like dance music, just playing in the background. And it's like loud. I'm talking about to the point where like you, I'm yelling at the person. You can't talk. Yeah, like yeah. you can't talk. Like it's so distracting. And it changed the atmosphere of the place. Oh, for sure. Right. And it, it's it, it. And that's what and 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 that's what like and that's what good like. Imagine if you imagine if you go to a church, right, and the microphone's constantly feeding back. The keep the keyboard players constantly playing off key, or the yeah. drummers off time, or something like that's gonna to me that's gonna throw me off. Like I'm gonna be more focused on that than and on, even if you're a musician or not. It's disturbing. It's very disturbing. That's why they use it in movies. They use like those diminished notes whenever a little walk on the keys of like like whenever something's like ah. But also, you know who does it right, and you know. They use this, and I'm not talking about church, but uh, but Disney, dude, Disney. Do you know that they have? That you can see this on YouTube. They pump. They have the speakers outside for happy, cheery music mm-hmm. all the time. Yep. Okay, now not as everybody's always happy and cheery, but it gives you that sense of wow. And then, yeah, yeah go ahead. And then you know what I'm going to say next. Yep. They have those those little. They're they're in the like the floor, but also they have these fans that are pumping. What is that? Like little popcorn smells, or like or like churro smells. Yes. Oh, what? Who? Like what makes them go? Hey guys, here's what we're gonna do today. We're gonna make sure that we can spray the smell of popcorn out, so people will buy popcorn. That's it. It's genius. Genius. It's genius. But why? If you read, so I guess they they actually tested it out. So. Disneyland, I believe, or maybe it's Disney World. They're saying that they wanted people to go inside the restaurants more and different things. So what they would do was they would let's just let's try this out. They do it in certain areas, and those areas were actually more impacted to eat because of the smells. Now, not only that, but their rides. Imagine if you saw a ride and it was completely everything was on. Like that's you kill the you see the animatronic, you see the little. Or if you go on a fashion like. If you go on like the King Kong roller coaster and it's literally just the bus and then just like a little projector screen. That's it. Right. That's yeah. the whole. It get, it adds and gives to the experience because believe, whether we like it or not, our senses our senses matter. And I think for other people are like people are like, why do you have all this fancy stuff? You don't need this. It's like basically it's to complement and or help people with their senses for. Um, what's going to happen within praise and worship, and/or it's just complimenting to for people to to have a good time where they're at. Mm-hmm. Like, so it's not we're not playing hardcore music that's worldly inside Christian. It's always like a nice little okay. We want you to feel calm. We want you to make sure that everything's okay because 
if we were playing some rotten music or something that was happening, then people are going to go, I don't want to be here. It's just the way the senses are. So mm-hmm. we want to make sure that people feel comfortable in the house of, of the Lord where they're at. But also people then, because even Christ Fellowship does, more people are susceptible. You know what? I want to figure out more of who I am because it's a safe place. I think people do mostly the stuff for senses stuff for safe place. Now, I know for us specifically, we don't do things as we want to be fancy or have great mm-hmm. presentation. It's because we want to make sure people feel comfortable. And we want to make sure people, people first and foremost, feel loved, but with their senses. And that's important, especially with music. I mean, you know, it, it's, you know, like you said, off notes. You know, that's why people, well, that's why we have. Well, technical difficulties happen. Like, yeah. Yeah, they're, they're going to be shown. They're, they're going to be noticeable. Mm-hmm. But you can't let it, like, when you attend church, you can't expect everything to be perfect. You just, things are going to happen. Like, it's tough for me, especially wearing two different hats, you know, being a music director and creative director. You have to you, you have to worry about the, the music sounding good and you have to worry about how everything else is right. sounding and looking as well. But at the end of the day, like I think I said this on the last podcast, you just have to just give it all to God and like God is going it, to it's, it's going to work regardless. Right. And just I think when, when it comes to like you're, like you're talking about like your senses. You can't let like I, I still think like even with your senses, you still can't let like the light flickering in the corner sure, bother you. Like, yeah. You know what I mean? Like you can't let things like that like I can understand if like I can understand like if the mic if like the microphone is too that like that'll throw me off. Right. But if it's if if it's I, I still don't think that should like ruin your senses. Right. When you it comes shouldn't to, that's the thing. I think it's it's on us as the church. <clears throat> Also, not to be so picky with our senses. See, then people come to church because it's, it's complimented, but now people are like, well, this little thing was out of place. Now, this is where it goes hand in hand saying, listen, the church tries to, um, you know, compliment or make people comp- people feel comfortable in this. But now it's up to the church, as myself as a church member, speaking to myself, mm-hmm. to be like, you know what? Not everything is perfect, but at least people are trying. And they're trying their hearts. And one person said to me, they're like, well, there's people over in, over in uh, India or Africa that don't have anything. They're singing off key and they're still having church. They're trying, which is great. Well, that's what they do. But if you have people that are volunteering, that are serving the Lord at your church who have those gifts and abilities, well, you're going to say, listen, use your gifts and talents and abilities to the best of your ability. Mm-hmm. So that's all. That's all it is. It's a, now if we had somebody who was off singing, that's the only person I had. Then okay, we're still going to have church. But that's why it's a responsibility of of everybody, a church member and somebody who's singing on uh, on the stage or whatever, to say, "I'm going to do the best of my ability." And I think it goes back onto the church people saying, "You know what? As as a person who attends this and believes in the vision of this church, I want to do the best of my ability." to now, you know, become more part of, of the body, to be, say, what can I do to help? And that's the give and take. All oh, this is basically what we're coming to tonight, is the give and take of church really is about, hey, that guy's serving. How can I serve and do the best of my ability and fit in, hmm. right? Do you, let me ask you this question. Yeah. Do you think that, I, I don't want to say, so do you think that bigger churches are um do you think the reason that bigger churches are more popular because of the fancy technology that they have and 
the um you know just just the better overall experience and that like a smaller church that's in like a storefront can't even get maybe 10 people mm -hmm. in their church because the church down the street has mil like millions of dollars worth of technology equipment right do you think that do you think people tend to gravitate more towards that because of like they tend to gravitate more towards church because of that like you said because of like senses or whatever or do you think it's just that's a, that's a good question within three minutes left that's a really good question that's a little i like it the uh it's true church is becoming so saturated right now because there's a church everywhere but i think to answer it so in, in phases is that i do believe that some people like christ fellowship it's a great church and the thing is they have everything down pat me to especially to compliment people's senses mm -hmm. But the thing is, is one thing that, and you know, actually, I think believe Pastor Todd from Christ Fellowship, uh, the main pastor, actually said to Craig, "Thank you, you know, what you're doing in your ministry matters because we were we're doing things that maybe they're not able to do within ministry, whether that be outreach or different things that they're mm -hmm. doing." So, as a little church, it, it all depends. So, if I was going to go to Christ Fellowship. It would, yeah, great music, great different things. But I think I would go because of where I can fit in. Now, Christ Fellowship has a lot of places, right? But it all goes to where God is calling you. And, and I think that let's say this a great let's say a great musician comes to us, right? Mm -hmm. Better than you and me. Like yep. he's phenomenal or she's phenomenal. Mm -hmm. But she says, you know what, I could have gone to Christ Fellowship, but I come here because the Lord's called me here. Yeah. So I think it all goes based on to and also what people feel comfortable with. Maybe it's a new church goer. Maybe they're like, I feel like I don't want to be noticed a lot. So this is nice. A big church kind of feels like I can just kind of like just sit in here. Nobody knows. I can just kind of go. Or, or do you think people or, or do you think people go to what is portrayed online? So you know how like when there's a latest trend or there's a or there's something, you know, if these new shoes come out, like everybody's got to go get them. Everybody's got to have them. Right. right. Do you think people when they see these big churches like Elevation and Bethel and all that, uh -huh. and they see those big churches like that, do you think they want to go and be a part of that just because they see it online? Mm -hmm. You know, cause I, cause I, I've known people that have, that have done that. You know, they only, they only go to that church because of the name, right. because of the, because of the following behind it. Sure. You know? So I think it's, all, I think it's just some, I, I think some people, just go to the church because they see on social media like oh that's how church is so this is it right you know because i think nowadays it's especially with technology technology is reef is reshaping how church is because sure. everybody's trying to get an led screen everybody's trying to get the best sound equipment mm -hmm. everybody's trying to have the best musicians sure right i know musicians that play at four different churches on a sunday mm -hmm. just because everybody wants the best musicians and in order to get the best musicians, those those musicians have to almost instead of having a regular job, I mean, it's a dream, you know, to play at multiple, you know, a traveling musician. But sure. it's hard, you know, yeah. when you have to play at four different churches, you know, because you have to learn four times the songs, right. you know, but I think it can to me it's just, it just looks overwhelming when you have to try to be like these other churches just to get people to come to your church honestly it's more admirable to and here's the thing i guess it comes down to the heart of the person if if somebody's attending my church just because it's flashy then normally that person might phase himself out or maybe not even stick long enough i'd want somebody to come to 
our church because each church has a different kind of vision. Mm -hmm. I'd wanted to say, listen, I believe in the vision of what you guys are doing, and God's called me here. Honestly, and then it's admirable when somebody has like a plot, they have like a little church, and they only have like a one projector that's not even, it's broken, you have to see a line through it. Mm -hmm. But somebody goes, I feel called here. That means more than just saying, and there's tons of people that go to Christ Fellowship saying, I, I've called here. I've been here, and this is great. Yeah. And that, that, I'm telling you, even Pastor Todd would tell you. I mean, I don't, I'm sure he doesn't mind. That means more than to – that's probably something that big churches struggle with is how do you connect them with people saying, I, I, I come here not just because of this, this, or this, because it's complimenting the, the person who comes because they love them. Yeah. But now you want to be like, you know, but this is why Pastor, Pastor Todd and the other people say, we want you to be here because God's called you. And, and and to realize the vision of the church. And this is what it is, you know? And that's why people, that's why churches have like, you know, these, these, you know, you're a visitor, but now you're a volunteer and they have those step studies and different, because it's like, it's, it's basically not just to get you in, lock you into a contract, but it's basically say, this is our vision. This is what we do. So I think in, in a short answer is where is God called to people? And those people like my, if I was just called to somewhere because it's flashy, probably won't stay too long. Because I'll, I'll be like, all right, this is boring now. But if it's part of their heart saying God's called me here, mm -hmm. that person's more likely going to stay. Uh, but we actually ran out of time, guys. Great question. That was really good. Um, we're going to have Brian in here instead of Craig. Uh, <laughs> you still hear Brian. He'll be on the podcast near the mic. Um, but we're going to uh, pray for Craig to have a safe trip. Also, uh, Trunk or Treat this week, October 30th and 31st. Um, trunks and stuff we're gonna have again hay rides and bounce castles you know food and oh i forgot to put that in the ad that we're gonna have hay rides sorry you can always put that in oh no you can't Ooh. anyways uh all right guys but until next time my name is brian no it's not my name is jay and no my name is jay and this is brian and we'll see you guys next time on the crossing conversation <laughs> <laughs>